Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 1, Episode 9. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher Woodmancy. Mark, the ancient warrior merchant. And with us tonight is the colorful Dwayne Smith. <laughs> Hello, I appreciate the colorful introduction. And it's good that we have you tonight because this is probably the first time that Chris can actually say that he beat a team in a while. And you guys are one of the good teams, too. Uh, I mean, are they considered good? I consider Trent good. We're higher up in the standing than Chris's team, I think, has ever been. But to, ever. to stick with it may be a uh, – it's an overstatement, <laughs> but we wanted to give him a bye week, basically, is what we gave him. <laughs> I think it's the luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah, more like a bipolar week. Yeah, see, it's just going a little bit crazy. Brian, actually, Chris's teammate, made bowler of the week this week. He shot a no! 30 pins over. I couldn't believe it. And then the guy in second place who gets honorable mentions, Richard, is your guy, Dwayne. Wow. He, he bowled 124, and they bowled heads up. Richard? It, Richard shot like 680. He put a good setup, but Brian just put up a little bit better one. I mean, there's two good people on Dwayne's team that isn't Dwayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Right. I mean, you, you got you to gotta tell me, though, what the hell is he taking, though? What drug is he on? <laughs> He's on something. <laughs> Richard's been bowling really well. I think he came back in the summer last year after not bowling for maybe five years. And it, it took oh, wow. him a little while to get his feet underneath him. But he's been bowling really well the last maybe six weeks or so. I mean, I think that was that week that that he beat up on Mark pretty good, shot 720 or something. And since he's then, still, he's, he's been hanging in there. He still holds the highest over his series. He shot 205 yeah. pins over his average for one night. He's yeah. like a 718 series. That night he did beat me. He did admit he was on drugs. <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> but, Dwayne, you have great technique. Have you taught him any fundamentals on how to be a better bowler? Stay behind the foul line, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you know, I will tell you, the only thing I've told him is he's got to learn how to slide because – just planting his foot the way he does. I feel if he bowls six games in a day, his leg hurts. I'm like, well, no, you, this is why your leg hurts. You got to learn how to slide. Other than that, you know, those who can't do coach, I can't do that either. I, I can do neither. <laughs> okay. I, you have a great technique, Wayne. You really do. You have you have a lot of potential. Um, it just, I just think I feel like you. Just put, <laughs> you can almost bowl as good as Chris. I, I almost. I almost think Dwayne, you should probe Chris here tonight. <laughs> 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 Like that. This is the absolute truth. When I was a kid, I did bowling and I took up golf and you know, I was I was a better golfer than I was bowler. But in both, regardless of what it was, it, it was the space between my ears was the reason I couldn't be good when I wanted to be. And, and as you guys see, you know, like every other week, I just lose my shit and I'm pissed off and I shoot 140 and then I go home and have a beer and go to bed and try to forget about it. But it, it, it's all mental. I mean, you just got to keep your head in it. And to your point, Chris, if you think I put too much angle on the ball now, if you had known me maybe 15 years ago, you'd have been like, dude, fuck this guy. He needs to learn how to bowl different. Wow. I, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I used to be oh, a lot harder and a lot more revs. And I kind of, I toned it down quite a lot because I was like, well, it's really cool to look at the ball do that, but it's not very conducive to scoring. Uh, one of the ones that shot an honor score, we had two 300s this year. And mm. you were one of the first ones. It was like right out the gate, like week four or something like that. It was. It was very, It was in September. It was very early in the season. Oh, yeah. Now, one yeah, and two so of all in. You were definitely one that will not pull a wood manzi. Well, I'm pretty sure I accomplished that two days ago. I think I went from 130-something to 240-something. So. You did. Close, but, but Larry got you. Larry actually had 277 to 158. Oh. Woo-hoo! Barely missed the wood manzi award. <laughs> Next week, I'll, I'll go front 11 and foul. That, that ought to be a wood manzi award. That would be the ultimate Chris wood manzi award. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
just the fact that you fouled, you get the windmills. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no such thing as a foul. Oh, that's right. Not for me. Circuit breaker. I'll never foul. I never foul. <laughs> Go over what we did last week. We're already at week 32. We're almost finished with the whole league. We've only got another five weeks left. Four that count. Mark's team's going to go against Chance's team. Oh, and by the way, guys, Chance just shot me a text tonight. His last game was front 10, 289. So I just wanted Chris to know that. Wow. Wow. So Chance is going up against you, Mark, this upcoming Tuesday. That's an easy six points for Mark's team. (laughs) Probably. And then my team's going up against the first place team, Cankles and Quasi. This is probably our team's most important week of the year. So hopefully there's not too much pressure on it. Hey, I believe I hypothesized that my team will end up in seventh place by the end of the year. Shoot for high goals, yes. But still (laughs) behind rednecks and a yank. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm proud to be paid the hundred bucks. (laughs) Nothing but the best, Chris, right? Yeah. And then Team 7 bowls against the blind team. That's Ricky's team. They'll bowl the blind this week. And, Chris, you guys go up against Mike, Mike and Christian. So you're going against your protege Christian this week. Yep. I'm a, like, like Mark always says, I'm going to buy Michael an inline a pizza. Yeah, you know what I did? I bought him a pepperoni pizza before the match. I got Mike Henderson at Dos Equis, And they both sucked the first game. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It actually worked. They were it talking did about work. it two weeks ago that they were going to bowl against Mike and Mike, and he had a plan for him buying the pizza and yeah. buying Mike a shot, and hey, it worked. You, it did work. <laughs> yeah, 42. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. And then to finish off this week, uh, Dwayne, you guys bowl for family, which is two of the top teams of the league, like second place um, against third place. That's an easy 48 oh. <laughs> It's almost like a position round for us. We can, you know, make a move back up the standings instead of down like we've been doing. And Dwayne, uh, last time he was on 31-32, he shot that high 700 and 200 pins overs. I mean, and Trent's been bowling really good, and you've been bowling good. Don't lie. I have not been, but Trent and Richard have been carrying the team. I think the week we bowled the blind team, I think, personifies our team performance, which was I won zero points, and they won all the rest. (laughs) Well, I was just being nice. But anyway. Two points. You did win two points. You did. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll take my two. It's a very big week for the league. So not even position round, but it's, since it's so late in the season, very important week. Recap from what happened last week. We had Team 5 against Team 10. That Team 10 is in first, but they haven't bowled yet. So we're still waiting on post-bowl that they're going to bowl this upcoming week. Not to give away how good Team 5 did. And then we have Team 9 against Team 2. Oh, man, the pizza worked, the beer worked. We took 42. But about my performance, I got to say, I, first game, 248 scratch. I thought, man, I had a shot for Bowler of the Week, maybe $30 off. $30? I thought I had $30 coming off my co-host. And then by the seventh frame of the second game, I started panicking. I thought I was going to be on the prestigious Woodmansy <laughs> Player of the Week. What was the difference? Oh, my God. I, I, I think I struck out for like a 160, maybe. Oh, that's what, uh, 70-something? That's, uh, yeah. That's honorable I, I think, mention worthy for Woodman's oh, Award. No, but I'm I'm glad we had a couple other. I, I wasn't even a bridesmaid. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle and Ron. Ron did really good. Kyle did pretty good on that last game. Yeah, but Ron, overall, pretty consistent. 7.15 for the night. So you guys did pretty good that night. I would have voted for you any day. 
<laughs> yeah. Another 700. Ron is, he's been solid the last few weeks. Yes, he has. Then we have Dwayne's team bowling up against Chris's team. Hard fought match, hard fought night. A ton of strikes out of the number two bowlers on each team just killed yeah. it that night. Yeah. And, you know, it was so uncommon seeing Brian go nuts there when he lost to Rich by a pen. <laughs> oh, my God. The third game, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. I had forgotten all about that third game. It certainly came down to the wire, but yeah, that I can relate. Yes, yes. It was a good <laughs> night. Both teams, Chris claims the victory for that night. Yep. I will say that if Dwayne didn't miss a four-pin, the very last ball of the 10th frame, I would not have beat him. Yeah. I think you asked me You asked me three or four times, did you miss that on purpose? And I, and I truly didn't. I stood up there, and I just I, I pulled it just a smidge, and it was enough to get the ball going down lane and just skate right past. It. So I did not miss that one on purpose. I promise. I didn't realize that had I made it, I would have won the point off. Yes, you would. You would have locked it in. Mm. I think. I figured you knew that you had the game in hand because Chris needed to throw a strike in the tenth, <laughs> and, and you knew he was going to pull it, and and he did. And I mean that thing just. I mean, that was one of the worst strikes I've seen all I year. I think it tripped to four, didn't it? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Chris will tell you otherwise. It was the best strike ever. Yeah, it was, you know why it was the best strike ever? It was a winning strike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? If anything, I, I missed it just because I, I grabbed my ball and I get up there and I just go and throw it. And I didn't, like, reset and actually go up and make a shot. I just grabbed the ball and threw it, you know, as second nature. And, you know, when I was 10 pins, it's the same thing. I'm sure you guys do it, where if you don't – Right, reset and make sure you're lined up and, and know your target. You'll just make a boneheaded shot. That's what I did. But now now I regret that shot even more knowing I could have won my point. Yeah, you could have won you could have locked it in with that pickup. But this mm. is honest the this is just be honest to the viewers. You got scared. You know you couldn't beat me. That's what you meant. <laughs> oh no, I can definitely beat you. And I hope we get another chance before the season's over. Ooh. <laughs> that, that that's only gonna happen if you end up in eighth place. Well that's not gonna ninth place. <laughs> Yeah, come on down. Now, now Dwayne's just being really nice, Chris. He knows that he has to bowl up to the competition. Yeah, exactly, up. You know, that, that sounds awfully short-phobic, but I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, up as in you only bowl your best when you know the competition's the best. Oh, because I was going to say Chris tends to bowl out the competition, but I don't know. Is that a fat joke? <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see because you guys bowl the prize this week, and Andrew's second high average in the league. It'll be the two higher averages going head to head this week, so it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like bowling against those guys. They're a good team to bowl against. They'll bring it every week. Every week we've bowled against them. They've always brought it. So, and they've been bowling really good. You guys better be on your eight. Actually, your team's been bowling really good. I know you say that you haven't been bowling great. I'm waiting for a Dwayne 750. <laughs> But yes, Dwayne, me too. You like bowling against me, right? In my team? No, not at all. No. <laughs> and I, I think I remember Chris saying last week that you were the weakest link on your team, Dwayne. <laughs> I mean, Was that true, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Well, for the, the second half of this season, that's been the truth. I think I have been. It's been, it's been very difficult. In the weeks I think I've bowled well, whoever I'm, I'm matched up against has just I've beaten the shit out of me. And then there's weeks where, like this last week, you know, you shoot 140, and I think, Chris, you shot 230 the first game. So I'm yeah. I'm going into games two and three thinking, all right, well, totals is out, so I've just got to win the next two. And you're just, it's a tough hill to climb. Yeah, it was. It was. But you you did. You did really good that second yeah, game. You shot, 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 shot 
247. Yeah, yeah, but I still didn't get my award. I'll have to do better. I like, Dwayne, how you lulled uh, Chris into a sense of security that first game. <laughs> and, then, and then you slammed the door on him in the second. <laughs> <laughs> his dreams. Let's finish off how we did last week. Uh, my team, team one, we bowled blind. Took 40 from him. It wasn't Peyton's best week. I happened to shoot 680. I didn't do too bad. My youngest son, Leland the third, had shot way above his average. He's been having a good few weeks, and we took 40. Team three, Chance, had a hard week. They bowled up against Team 7, which is Ricky and Greg and his mom. They took 46 from Chance's team. So wow. they bounced right back from the bad week they had last week. That was great. Yeah. You know, I think, Lee, next week you ought to just look at the week as like you're bowling vacancy because Quasis won't be there. No, they will. It's every other week. So oh, it is. they, they okay. were off last week. They're going to post bowl. Anytime I hand out the sheets in person, those are from the house, and they don't have it updated. Kankos and Quasi's had their previous post bowl, so they're so it was a little bit off last week on the regular sheet compared to my online sheet. I'm hoping that this week they'll have everything updated. They show up every other week. Okay, so then we bowl them after next week, so they won't be there for that match. Yeah, then. most likely yeah. they're going to be gone that week. Because Logan's got a really weird work schedule, and we want to make sure everybody's accommodated for. But sometimes it's no, unfair, kick but... him out of the team, kick him out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should be worried about that because Chris, you're the president of the league. You could, you really actually do have the power to do that. I really, do. yeah. I mean, if you have the power to turn the foul lights off, I think you got through that. <laughs> I get the power to kick somebody out. I hereby say Kangles and Quasis are officially out of the well, JV Tree League. At this point, to make sure that it the has been doesn't said. have too much power, we would have to have a, a team vote on that. <laughs> it has been said. It has been written. It has been. That's for. So let it be written. So let it be done. Yep. Hey, I would say before you do something that stirs up an insurrection, maybe use your power for something different. Like, and they did this for maybe a month. It's just a complete diversion. But practice is now for a few weeks there, they were able to set the machines up in such a way that the timer didn't start until you checked. I'm ready to start practice. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now we're back to that other thing where, you know, sometimes we're waiting for people to exit the pit area or what have you. Two weeks ago, we were both against Larry's team practice had started for everyone else and I looked over I said guys if we don't start throwing balls like practice is going to be over so we just went and by, by this point there was only four minutes left and Larry comes over and you know he was he was like what the hell now, I'm not upset with us but if yeah. we could go back to that that would be fantastic because it seems like sometimes we have that staggered sort of start yeah. um because of the, the early league so if, Mr. President oh. if you can make that change that'd be great and we did lose a person last season because of this issue. What I got from the house, when we had that short time frame, it was like November, December-ish. We have that option, but they don't know how to do it. This system that they're using is almost brand new. They had brought in like an expert on the system or teach them how it goes. That guy left. He was only here for like a month. So he ran the front desk. He was actually from St. Louis. Then I've tried to get him to keep going back to that. And they said, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do it. And they never do it. I'll ask him again this week if they can reset it to more when practice starts it's when we hit the okay button and not just automatically start it when the lanes turn on yeah i mean i think maybe that feature might be tied to the fuse box and they just can't find it yet <laughs> anything you ask them it's the fuse box i can't yeah. find it. <laughs> that's crazy i mean we gotta relate to people that who aren't good so they don't need the full 10 minutes to practice some people actually do need a full 10 because they're not that good and they need a full 10 so it, it makes sense the people well, who want to 
minutes. Some of us older guys need all 10 minutes of practice, believe me. I'm with you on that, Lee, being one of the older guys. is you know The, the first seven minutes is just hurt, and then the last three minutes is actually throwing the ball. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a good five, ten balls to get get loose, and then finally you can adjust. Uh, hey, Dwayne, you bowling the uh, doubles in the summer? It depends on Richard and Trent. With summer plans, they have their families and summer things and vacations. You said you'll be my partner. I said that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, you are fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you said this. Okay, well, you... we'll broach that topic in about four weeks. I, I'm debating whether I want to bowl in the summer or not. I probably will. I, I think there's a good possibility that, that we'll be back. And if anything else, between me and Richard and Trent, maybe do you know something resembling a rotation, just depending on availability. I don't know. I, I tend to make those as game time decisions because every year after 36 weeks of bowling in two different leagues, yeah. I always say, you know, I want to take a few months off and, and not do it. And then when it's, when it's game time, I say, well, I, I want to bowl. Like, I, I like it, even though I hate it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but you know how glorious it would be for me being your team? Two, two well, average bowlers together? I don't know if we can handle Yeah, them. There'd be those weeks we could shoot a combined 940. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah but right? <laughs> just, just take a look at where Chris's team is sitting right now in the standings. <laughs> you might think differently. <laughs> you got to think, Dwayne, it's a team effort, so I don't bring all of us down. Who would be but, the high average of that team? Me, for sure. What I will say about Chris's team is I have nothing but high praise for, I think it's Camila and Brian. I mean, they, they are definitely the strongest members of that team. That other guy, he, there's a little bit to leave, you know. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious who's carrying that team, and it's not their anchor bowler. There you think it is right now. I got to say, there isn't much carrying that team. Ninth, ninth spot. Just a smidge ahead of the vacancy team. Well, like, thank God it's opposite day. So nine is first, and the first is last. Actually, Chris's team does bowl the vacancy team next week again. Woo! 14 weeks. Easy 40 points. Yeah, you're going to get them position round, too, at the end of the season. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Chris Probes, the guest. Hey, Dwayne. Thank you for being our guest of the week. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm having a glass of Buffalo Trace and enjoying the conversation. I bet you are because you're meeting <laughs> the famous Chris Woodmancy. I know, right? You got the bowl against him, and now you're talking to him for a long period of time. How blessed hey, any, are you? Anytime I get to spend two of my nights with Woodmancy, it's a blessed week. <laughs> that's, that's what I tell everybody. That's what I'm glad you say that. I'm glad. Now I'm going to now, we're just going to ask you some personal questions to get to know the real Dwayne. You're bowling on Tuesday night. Why did you just settle for Tuesday nights? So I've sort of bowled all over. I've bowled in Frisco, Richardson, Allen, Plano, a few other houses for probably the last 15 years in, in DFW. And I've bowled pretty much every night of the week. We bowled Tuesdays uh, for, in JB Trios for, for two reasons, mainly. And this is Richard and I's second stint in this league. We bowled this league maybe one or two seasons back in 2016, 2017, somewhere in that time frame. Mainly because it was a late league. I, I prefer the late leagues. You can work, you can do all that stuff, and you can, in my case, I lived downtown. So to get from downtown to Plano or Louisville was a pain in the ass. But at 9 o'clock, it's a, it's a far less pain in the ass. So Richard lives really close to the bowling alley, just right off of, of 407. And so we found this Tuesday night league. We didn't know anything about it. We just knew it was a trio. It was 9 o'clock, and we figured... 
we can find someone to bowl with us. And that someone ended up being David Coleman, which was a, which was a really good time. So long story short, to answer your question, I bowled Tuesdays in Louisville, Wednesdays in Allen, and that, that's the only two I do. But the Tuesday league is, is one, it's a matter of convenience. For me now living in Louisville, it's really close by. But also the late league, it doesn't interfere with work or anything else. And, you know, ultimately it's never a bad time, you know, get together at nine o'clock. We start at, you know, about 10, 15 and have a few beers with your friends and with a trio, you can usually be done in about an hour and a half if everyone's bowling well. True that. True that. Not not yeah, true. If bowling, Chris, you're going to be the last team to finish. <laughs> oh, you as well. Every week. Why is that, Chris? Why does this team always last? I have no idea. I have no idea. We're trying they, to figure out. Oh. They're going to be bowling the vacancy in <laughs> next in, week. Next week, um, they're going to time them. Last. We're going to time them. We're going to check and see if they're last again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll say this. I used to bowl a Monday night league in Plano, and I stopped bowling that league maybe three or four years ago. But there were some real heavy hitters. I mean, you know, guys that are now regulars on the PBA Tour. Simonson bowled in that league. It was a, it was wow. a great time. Super, super competitive league. It was, you know, 40 teams, trios, 9 o'clock. When everyone is striking, I mean, it, it, you can go to a trio league in no time at all when everyone's throwing one ball to move it on. When you're bowling the Woodmansy team, everyone's throwing two balls a frame. It doesn't go nearly as quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the, Wait, the truth version. <laughs> That's my what? So Dwayne, you could choose any sport, maybe maybe a jockey or maybe anything you could possibly want to be. Wait, so if I could be any kind of professional athlete, which one would I be? Yeah, and he was stressing jockey. <laughs> I get it that. I think I missed out on jockey about 80 pounds ago. Um, <laughs> you know, growing up, I played baseball. I did bowling. I did golf. And somehow I picked sports. I landed on bowling and golf. Somehow when I was 15, I realized that I wanted to be a 60-year-old man in terms of the sports I played. <laughs> wow. I mean, hey, I mean, everybody has their own reason. That's very good. I mean, golf and bowling are very, very, I think, in my opinion, very similar in the same swing and balance it needs a sport. So the thing about golf is the learning curve is not nearly as steep. But one thing I actually like about bowling is that you can take someone that's never thrown a bowling ball, and if there's any natural ability there, they can pick it up pretty quickly. Golf, yes, yes. there is nothing more difficult in this world than hitting a golf ball in that stupid fucking little hole. <laughs> it's just so hard. <laughs> you, you have to be a savant to actually pick it up as quickly as you can pick up bowling. But the sports themselves, it's, it's interesting. When I talk to people about bowling, they're like, wait, you do bowling? And like, yeah, I do bowling. But <laughs> when you ex- when you explain to them what makes bowling challenging, it's always a golf analogy that kind of resonates. So, you know, you, you talk about oil patterns and it goes over their head. And then you're like, oh, no, hold on. Imagine if the bunkers and the water hazards and the, 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 the side slopes and all the dangers you face on a, on a golf hole, bowling has the equivalent. They're just invisible. You, you, you don't know them until you find them. And people kind of get that. And that's no, you're right. why the pro bowlers make thousands where the pro golfers make millions when they win the tournament. You know, corporate sponsorships help, but it's just golf golf's just a different animal. I wish bowling had the prestige or something even close to the prestige of golf. So it's a fun game. Call it a sport or whatever whatever you want, but I wish more people did it. I just think they view it as a recreational activity that they do with their kids once a year. True. Very true. Yep, very true. And that's, next question. So, in coming to the bowling alley on Dravy Trios on Tuesday night, who do you fear 
or who do you like going against? I really enjoy bowling against Ron. In fact, bowling Ron and Mark and, and uh, UPS. Kyle, I really enjoy bowling you guys, but I'm going to tell you, this is where the whole, po- the whole podcast goes salacious, is Richard and I are convinced that Kyle is secretly king of queens, and he's going home to like a banging hot wife and like living the king of queens life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe it because I think Kyle bowled in this league our, our first in like I think he's been a long time in this league yeah so we we've always just thought he was king of queens and he's the UPS guy and and that that is Kyle's life but no I I, I enjoy bowling you guys and the pride family I like bowling with them David and, and his two kids they're fantastic I say his two kids I think one of them is my age or both of them who knows I enjoy bowling with them but by and large the only team I cannot stand is the vacant team I fucking hate that team <laughs> when you got to bowl yourself yeah because I kick my own ass <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's it's the pacing is difficult and just bowling unopposed in general is not something yeah, I enjoy bowling yes bowling unopposed is really hard yeah I think when we uh, like we bowl the vacancy in three weeks and I think in warm-up we're gonna see whoever has the best ball in warm-up and they're gonna bowl tonight the other two are gonna sit out yeah, <laughs> last question for all the marbles get really into Dwayne. If you can change your style of bowling to anyone that bowls on Drapey Trio, who would it be? What kind of style would it be? Definitely Camille. No. <laughs> well, she's got a smooth release and she's better yeah. than Chris. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, I think everyone is different in bowling. Everyone has their own unique styles. It's part of the reason you guys ask me, like, hey, have you ever given Richard any advice? And no. Like, bowling is one of those things where Using the pros as an example, that Buttruff kid, no one could possibly throw the ball uglier than he does. And I hope no. he doesn't listen to this podcast. But it's, it's horrific. It's disgusting. But he puts the ball on the lane on the same spot every time and just knocks it out of the park. So I don't know. I, I'm thinking of, of people that have like great forms or great releases. Like myself, yeah, here, here. No, 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 not at all. Uh, you know, Lee, <laughs> Lee, you throw a great ball. I like I watching how I like how watching all these like wildly different styles can produce results, and it, it's just I enjoy watching it. But I don't think I'd change it all just because I don't think I could do it someone else's way. <laughs> That's the first time we ever heard that kind of answer. Very good. Answer. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But you, so, you wish you mine. Okay. So next week we already touched base on who's bowling everybody, but it is coming up on week 33 and that's only three more weeks that count 33 34 35 again it's gonna be a big week because Dwayne you guys bowl the pride second against third place my team in fourth place right now which we fought from last place when we first started the second half and made it all the way to fourth and we're gonna bowl the first place team it's a big week for us for our two teams and you know no no we're in little league not compared to anything like um, you know anything out in Plano or anything like that but you know for some of us this is my only league i used to bowl five days a week and twice on thursdays now i'm down to one league because of work and if this is my only league i'm gonna try to make damn sure i'm gonna win it well lee i'll say you do a really good job of keeping the league running i don't know how long this league has been going but it's it's been going in some form for what 20 years or 25 years or something like that and yeah i think uh, ron reynolds has been bowling it for i think from what he said about 30 yeah oh wow so it's him, been going. And it Kyle. is tough, though. It is tough getting teams together to bowl the nine o'clock. But because we're the last late league in that house, and they used to have late leagues almost every night. Now, since AMF has really shortened the hours from 
you know, being open from 8 a.m. to midnight. Now they're barely open four or five hours a day. Just to try to get them to keep the doors open is, I'd almost think that they'd rather just kick us out and just do away with the league. But they've managed to let us keep bowling. And, and if they do that, I'm going to try to keep it as best the league as I can. And hopefully we'll keep it up. Yeah, I, I tell you, I think if you can get rid of the president, Sergeant of Arms, you might be able to get a few more teams. So. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> if we reelect a new president, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, Mark, I think, aren't you vice president? No. Ron <laughs> is. Campaign. Ron, Ron. We need to have you campaign against Chris. Yeah, Ron's vice president. I'm curious, though, like for you, Lee, like how you go about recruiting new teams, because I'm sure it's not easy to, it's not. to get new teams. And, and so... I know you do a lot of work on retaining teams, but I can't imagine it's an easy job to go and find a new team to join the league. It's really not. I mean, I, I try to do as much advertising as I can online. It's mostly online. Basically who I know, bowling as many leagues as I did. And this was all 20 years ago when I first worked at AMF and I met a lot of bowlers. I still know today, like Ryan Curtis and Joey Robb and a lot of the others that bowl at Rising Stars that are dinosaurs, been bowling forever. So it's mainly just spreading the word. And so far, I've taken over this league since 2016. I remember you when you mentioned that you guys had bowled your second stint. And I remember when you guys bowled with Dave. And that's kind of how I've kept it going is just that keep the word out, inviting former teams back. It seems that every year we have three or four teams drop out, but we get four to five more come back. COVID really hit us hard, though. I mean, we were trending really good. I think we had 14 in 2019, and then COVID just killed us. Uh, we got down to eight in 2020. We barely kept it together. We almost folded. Thankfully, the bowling alley let us keep going. So we're, we're trending upward again. I'm, I'm hoping we can get back to it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because they have me, so the name's going to get there more. More people are going to come meet me. With Chris at the head, the sky's the limit. And, yeah. And, and we have Chris to blame for the vacancy team, right? Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Chris brings in teams, and then they fold. Yeah, because it's too scared. They're like, oh, my God, Chris is too good. It was William and his family for a little while. They started the first half. It seemed to be going good, but then they owned a business at the mall, and they started working a whole bunch. They started expanding and just got too, too busy to bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we're good. I'd hit that. We're, I'll, that's another thing I want to ask guys. What did you uh, come up with? I'd hit that. I have no idea. It was our team name, you know, five or six years ago on our first day in the league. I think we just looked for some kind of inappropriate double entendre. They and then saw they, me. They saw me, and then <laughs> and there we oh. go. Based on you know, based on ridiculous shirts that now we're all too fat to wear. <laughs> so I got to lose weight to, to wear my shirt again. But yeah. I have no idea. We just we kind of when as long as I bowl with Richard, that's been our team name for some stupid reason. And you know, I I never heard that name before. You know, I'd hit that. I've never seen it anywhere. And then I saw Kiefer come down the bowling alley with an I'd hit that shirt on. <laughs> oh, there you go. He did. That's better than yeah. the current name Kinkles and Quasis. Actually, that team name predates our involvement in this league as well. So I got Richard into bowling maybe in like 2011 or so. And we were bowling a league out in Frisco. But our team name back then was I've Hit That. Again, I have no idea where it came from, but we settled on it. And so now that's that's sort of what we go with. So what is it you guys really want to hit? When you say I'd hit that, usually the crack pipe. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no crack pipe. I tell you what, I'd, I'd like to hit a few more 10 pins. If I could do that, it'd be a much better time. 
Well, maybe you got to take some of those drugs that Rich is taking. Well, his oh, was yeah. uh, yeah, the juice. So he's got a wrist problem, and he got some kind of injection. I don't know what it was. I'm going to call it a steroid injection, so we can say it, so that we can say it's the juice. I'm going to go on human growth hormone. Uh, yeah. See how that works out. <laughs> I, I do want to say this, like, um, Dwayne. I'm really sorry that I didn't get to sign your autograph, your bowling ball, after that we beat you. Whenever you want me to do that, please, by all means, just come to my table and I'll definitely give you the autograph. I, you know, I'd, I'd say you can sign my balls anytime you want, but it's going to be misconstrued on the in the podcast. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and finish it off bowlers of the week uh bowler of the week and honorable mentions go head to head we mentioned earlier in the podcast brian bimmerman chris's partner bowled 130 Ooh. pins over his average wow. and he made bowler of the week richard flores honorable mention bowled 124 second bowlers wow. on each of the teams going head to head both guys bowled really great it's really nice to watch him bowl and the same team chris's team Camilla, made yep. the week for the lady. Camilla, over her average, and we are now at thirty-five dollars. Right. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are thirty-five dollars starting Tuesday. Starting Tuesday. The bet is bowler of the week must be made by one of the JB Trio podcast hosts, and nobody's won it yet. No, six eighty this past Tuesday, but hell, I wasn't even close to being the top. Great night tonight. Well, guys, um, thank you for coming to episode nine of the JB Trio podcast. Thank you, Dwayne, for being our guest of the week. And as well, you listeners and viewers of the podcast, I bid you a good night. And please come back for episode 10. It's going to be a great one. If you do not come back, you will be like Dwayne, missing a four pin to lose a game against me, the famous Christopher Woodmancy. Enjoy. Dwayne, thanks for joining us again, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Have a good evening. I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday. Be safe.